Hello and welcome to another episode of Fikava Vet Chat. Today it's a reunion. Um, don't we all at some point in our lives sing, ah, oh, come on, I had enough of it. I just want to drop it all, get into the car and start driving and just carry on driving. Well, there are a couple of our colleagues from Liverpool who have done exactly that. And to make things even more interesting, they do that together with a dog and they do it in a converted ambulance. Their idea is to travel around the world, uh, ending up in Uruguay eventually, um, with this ambulance. So um, we had an initial uh, interview a little while ago. Those of you who see the uh, YouTube videos or who follow our podcast might remember Rachel Nixon and Lawrence Stody. So hello, Rachel. Hello, Lawrence. Where, where do we find you at the moment? Where on the globe? Uh, we're in Cappadocia currently, which is in sort of southern, southern central Turkey. Um, actually, currently in a garage, but uh, <laughs> hopefully yes. back on the road soon. But yes, in, in Turkey. That is always very worrying, sort of seeing you in a garage. <laughs> so what happened? What, what, what broke? Or is it just a service? Or, or what's, the, what's the damage? Have you had an accident? Or Well, come on, tell us the story. <laughs> There's a famous Land Rover mechanic who lives in Cappadocia. He's very well known in the community. And we had a couple of niggling issues that we've been wanting looking at that we don't have facility to do without a, a, a lift, a lift and, and some other bits. So we thought, well, while we're here, we'll get it sorted. That was on Monday. Uh, we're obviously now Friday. Friday. And so he <laughs> identified the problem, ordered the parts, and uh, it's taking a lot longer than expected. I think we keep finding issues. Fingers crossed tomorrow. We're back on the road. Back on the road. But we have said that every day for the last few days. So it's nothing. I mean, the car was driving and was absolutely fine. It's maintenance. It's just there it was a long list of maintenance that um, yeah. it, it just takes time. So. Yeah. So, I mean, just sum it up so far. I mean, how many miles, how many kilometers, how many countries have you done? Do you have any stats for us? Yeah, 25 countries. I think it's 40 odd border crossings. And I think it's 23 and a half thousand kilometers so far. 23 and a half thousand. Wow, that's more than half around the earth, I think, already. Almost, so, yes. Yes, yeah. Guinness's level was that we had to get to 20,000 kilometers to attempt the Guinness World Record. So we've kind of got to the minimum, the minimum that they asked yeah. for. And obviously, we're so, still going. So, um, well, fingers crossed, they'll accept it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, your journey can be followed on all different social media channels. Just look for the overlanding ambulance. Yeah. Um, and I have done that. So from time to time, I had a look on Facebook, also on Instagram, sort of uh, some of your posts, some of the places sort of I recognize I've been there myself. But then also something that's really nice. I mean, you, you, you met some of our uh, colleagues. So, for example, Andrea in Slovenia. And I think you met Pedrach as well in yeah. Montenegro. Mm. Andrea kicked it off. She said, well, if you're coming to visit me, why don't you come and visit some other colleagues? She put us in touch with Lara. Uh, uh, 
in in um, is in Isola. contact with Novak yeah. in yeah. Serbia, um, and yeah. he then puts us in contact with with Pedrag, and we've sort of everyone has put us in contact with the next one, and we met Varhan in um, Armenia. Yes. Yes, right, yes. So, yes, quite a lot of the vet world have been incredibly welcoming and, and given us a little insight into where the, they're from, their city, their clinic. It's been it's been really, really lovely, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, this is also what Fekava is, some aspect Fekava is about. I mean, we, we, we're a small profession. We are a big family, but we are, we are a bit of a family, actually. So that's a, that's a nice thing. I mean, I, I experience that again and again, sort of when, I, when I'm around, so that I sometimes pop in at vets or, or somebody says to me, sort of, oh, while you're there, just say hello to my colleagues so-and-so in that place. And it is always a happy occasion. And very often you get a spin-off from that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So any sort of really positive highlights on the journey? What would you say would were really sort of magical moments where you said, wow, this we didn't expect it. And it was just so amazing. Are there oh, any yeah. things okay. that are standing out? I, I would say uh, the people we've met, we've had some really unexpected hospitality from people that we've just met in passing on the road. Um, for instance, we were driving down a road in Georgia, it was going dark, and we realized we wouldn't get to the place we'd planned to camp for the night. Um, and we went into a corner shop and said um, to the person in the corner shop, can we park outside your shop tonight? Um, in Russian, which wasn't ideal, they didn't speak English, we mm. don't speak Armenian, and we found a common language and a bit of Russian. Um, and he said, oh, no, you can't park here, but come to my house for tonight. We'd never met them. And, and they actually, it was one of the family's birthdays. So we gate crashed their birthday party. They hosted <laughs> us for the night. The following yeah. morning, they made us breakfast um, and, and wouldn't let us give them anything in return to say thank you. Just welcome to our country. We wanted to welcome you as our guest. And I think probably for us, mm -hmm. Um, and that's random. That it, it's not been a unique experience, has it? Just random people being incredibly hospitable with their time and their and, and, resources. Yeah. Um, and we found that all across Georgia, Armenia, Turkey, the Balkans. The Balkans. I mean, pretty it's much most places remarkable. we've been to, people reaching out, stopping us, um, whether we need help or not, and just you know. I think those. I think everyone can travel to the same place, and I think for us, the 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 trip that we're going to remember is those people that we've met along the way, that have made it a very unique experience for us, both veterinary colleagues and um, just people we've met out on the street. Yeah, I think it also helps if you're traveling in ambulance because it's very yes. unlikely that you then, if you travel with an ambulance, are likely to burgle them or, or yes. do anything. Well, we had a, we had a uh, we were in Turkey. It was a couple of weeks ago or months ago actually, and uh, a, a girl was hanging out the back of a car, brandishing a cardboard sign, and we couldn't see it. And we got closer, and it said "Follow us." And for, for whatever reason, we didn't think that they were referring to us. So we just kept driving past. And as we went past, their faces just dropped with disappointment that we, we had driven past. And we sort of made this split second decision. Okay, well, 
We'll try and turn back and find them. But we were on a main road. There was no chance. The chances of us trying to find each other. Obviously, we're driving an ambulance, which does stand out, and they managed to track us down. And uh, there were three siblings uh, from Turkey. And we said, oh, did you did you want to meet us because we were driving an ambulance? They said, oh, we hadn't noticed that. We just noticed you had a British number plate. And uh, we wanted to practice, to, our, practice English. our English and talk to you. Um, and that was one of those instances where it wasn't the ambulance at all, but... Uh, just being foreign. And just being foreign. Like they were in... Yeah. 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 And, and that, again, another one of those experiences where it went from being, let's have coffee to... Let's come home and, come meet, home and meet the parents. Let's show the town. Let's have you can stay the night. Um, you know, we still stay in touch. They've they've so, really helped yeah. us through Turkey. Um, just one of those very unusual experiences. So. Don't you also find that people are surprised sort of that you're making this journey with a with a car with a steering wheel on the right side? Always. Always. <laughs> people are so surprised. Even here at the garage, he got in, first of all, into the passenger side and then was like, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I have I have the same thing with my car. But the nice thing is when you get out of your car, you're right on the pavement. So you don't have to go around the car. So look, you're yeah. right on the pavement. So actually not that bad. And with overtaking, you take more care. You need a good uh, co-pilot and yes. you rather don't over. And I mean, with a with an ambulance, I think it needs to be a really slow vehicle in front We're of you. We're not quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We so, can, we can yeah. remove the steering wheel. So when we leave the vehicle, there's no wheel at all. It's and for you security. Get yeah. For security. So people look in and going, well, that must be really modern. It doesn't need a steering wheel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's sort of the steering wheel suddenly flying in then yeah. well, that's interesting so you remove the steering wheel how clever is that yeah 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 our car isn't very a land rover is not the most secure vehicle so um oh, right. at least mm -hmm. we can take the steering wheel off so no one yes. can steal it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so um the biggest obstacle so far, the biggest, what shall I say, sort of uh, um, uh, a situation that threw you back or went wrong or so, what, what would that have been? We're breaking down in Bosnia. We're, we're breaking down in Bosnia was probably our, which was back in May, I think, May. Yeah. Um, we had just been staying in the national park in the south of Bosnia, beautiful place. And if anyone has thought about going to Bosnia, would highly recommend. Um, I, I don't look at the, the FCO, website, FCO is... website would scare you off going to some of these places and actually no, it was um, lovely. lovely place. But we were coming out of the National Park. Fortunately, we'd just come off the off-roading track and uh, we decided to do a three-point turn to go back to get some water. And as Rachel was perpendicular across the road, bum at the, at the cliff edge, she went to drive forward to complete the three-point turn and the car wouldn't move and was rolling backwards. <laughs> With a big grating noise. <laughs> noise. So handbrake on. I thought, we'll give it another go. We kept moving backwards and we were literally, I couldn't even get into the back because it was hanging over the, hanging over the drop. Oh, we were blocking the road so no one could get past or no one was there at that point, but you know, we were worried that we were going to block the road. And 
five minutes later after a bit of sweating and panicking because we had no phone signal we couldn't contact anyone two chaps in a what looked like a Del Boy-esque tiny three-wheeler van came along saw our plight uh Google Translate wasn't working so it was all done with charades they tied our vehicle to theirs and they pulled us out the way and towed us down the hill contacted Mountain Rescue who then called a garage and we then got rescued but it was that was probably the diciest but again you panic but these things all work themselves you know you're safe at that point things work themselves out and 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 people help you we were in again similar situation to here we we had two weeks of waiting for yes. parts and for the car to be fixed, and we were back on the road again. Yeah, and I must say, probably the stopping is probably the hardest bit because you get used to living in the luxury of an Airbnb and not being on the road, and then having to get having to get back out again. That probably can be a bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah well, but at least sort of you are not. It's not a race, sort of, and, 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 and I assume you are not having a no. sort of a really tight schedule or something like that, where you have to say, well, tomorrow I have to be here, and then the following day I have to be here. Also, then things happen, and then, well, we have, a, we have a very loose schedule. We have yeah. to be back in the UK in January for our MOT. We're currently mm-hmm. in Turkey, and we have between now and January to get back to the UK, yeah. and we don't really have a fixed a real fixed plan beyond that really which is nice Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well there's still a bit of mileage to be done to 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 get you all the way to Uruguay Mm. yes so um were there any issues uh, with borders or something like that where you sort of then against your expectation couldn't cross I mean also currently with the Ukraine conflict has that affected your travel in any way or well, from a border point of view, it's just been waiting. It's just really long border crossings, particularly from getting into Turkey and then Turkey into Georgia and Armenia, three or four hours in some cases to cross borders. But it's mostly just queuing. You know, the actual process of going up and, and doing it, it doesn't take very long at all. We were worried in a land, in an ambulance with a dog, were we going to have problems at the borders? But we've no. not had any probably two people have checked her passport no, over 43 been, borders it's it's been very easy hasn't it? yeah people look yeah. in see the dog great yeah go. the thing is i mean especially while you were in the schengen area they're often there's, well exactly. there's a little sign you are now in that yeah. country or that country yeah. I mean, yeah so nice actually so yeah i traveled in the over the summer months i traveled to scandinavia and then back through the baltic states uh, together with my dog and uh, yeah, nobody checked the past passport, but then these were all things they were all Schengen countries. In any mm-hmm. case, sort of, yeah. uh, there are never any serious border checks. The only thing is when you come to the UK. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then they definitely will check it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, you, Ukraine hasn't really affected crossing borders. Mm-hmm. Um, but our original route plan has had to change. Hasn't yes. It? Yeah. We, we had originally planned to, rather than going back to the UK, we had planned to keep going um, after That's Georgia right. into Azerbaijan, um, which they currently haven't opened their borders after COVID. Um, and we were then going to go into Russia through Central Asia to Mongolia. Um, mm. But at the moment with the conflict, that's not something that we're, we're, 
well comfortable or able to do no, no, um, exactly. so so our plans have changed but yeah. I think there's so much of the world to explore that it's it is what it is it's not you know it, that bit of the world at some point will be somewhere we'd love to visit but it is for another time I still I, I think I mean I'm very very happy to to live and to be European sort of because mm. I think our continent has just such a variety of cultures of such a such an interesting history and I mean you, you will always find something new and uh, so there, there's more than a lifetime yeah. to explore just just in our own continent completely mm -hmm. yeah not not even mentioning the others um we were talking about your dog Peggy Sue is she mm -hmm. still with you or She's oh, okay here. sounds good I was wondering yeah. if you at Instead. some point might have sort of uh, uh, returned. There we are. Hello, and she looks still very chirpy. How does she? How does she take it all? I mean, there's there must be all the time other dogs and uh, different environments, so not a territory she is used to. How how does she cope? We're lucky with her that she is. She's a very adaptable dog. Um, she she ignores most of the dogs. Do you want to go down, Daniel? She's not um she's not that interested in other dogs, which is brilliant because if there's stray dogs around, she ignores mm -hmm. them. So they typically ignore her. And I think if she was more interested in other dogs, it would have mm -hmm. been more of a problem. Um, she likes hiking. We love hiking, so that's brilliant. She loves people. She loves people. Lots of people. So yes, if we're in a city, there's lots of people to meet. So for her, actually, she's. She's really loving it. The only, I suppose, the biggest challenge for us is the heat. Um, and we change what we do. We, we've kept a wet, in the, in the hottest weather, we went up to the mountains um, just to keep her cool. So I think for her, that's been the biggest challenge, yeah. has been the weather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any health problems with her so far on the way? Sort of any injuries or? Uh, just her eye. Oh yeah, no, she had um, she had a traumatic uh, ocular injury uh, mm. whilst we were whilst we were travelling. Um, we were very lucky, actually. Lawrence's friend, who's training to be an ophthalmology specialist, was coming out to visit us. Mm. So uh, mm. <laughs> that was our, our, our <laughs> can you please take with you <laughs> oh, no. some sedatives? <laughs> Look like a steady. <laughs> So that's the only thing. Being a spaniel, yeah. she ran into a stick into her eye. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But actually, thankfully, it's um, it wasn't a, a major injury. No. Thankfully, but um, actually, that's the only the only thing all trips so yeah. far is just that. And probably very very regular parasite treatment. Mm, for yes, the she's on. Uh, she is on a lot of uh, preventative medication. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do, did you take that along already from the UK or do you stock up on that what's available in individual countries or we have we 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 sort of knew how long we were traveling for so we, she's on brevecto uh she's on monthly milbamycin um she, she has a seresto collar and she's on domperidone for the leishmaniasis um and we also will spray insect repellent on her on a bandana as well we're in high risk areas um but yeah it's all stuff that we brought from the uk mm, yeah 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 especially i mean it is i 
I when when I was in uh, in Georgia and Armenia, I I recall that they had a certain <laughs> shortage of, for example, vaccines and and then also antiparasitics were not readily available. Mm. Yes. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Health-wise, how is that with you two? Have you are you both sort of okay, or have you had any issues in the meantime? Um, for us, just me and my. Mm. Oh, Rachel uh, got attacked by a feral cat in Turkey. The cat yeah. didn't like the dog. And because yeah. I had the dog's lead, the cat didn't like me. Um, yeah. So that was Vaccinated against rabies? Again. I am. Uh, we don't are. know it was a feral cat. So we went uh, yeah, to the... Cat, uh, yes. Feral <laughs> so cats don't go. tend to be vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought to be safe. I, I went to the... Um, to two hospitals in Turkey and got post-exposure um, prophylaxis just to be safe. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'd like to think the likelihood of catching yeah. babies would yeah. be low. But anyway, to be safe, that's that's the only thing is just me going to the hospital to get some post-rabies um, prophylaxis. It was one of those moments of uh, Google Translate. Uh, we we mm -hmm. had the first um, hospital porter telling us that uh, we needn't worry and uh, being attacked by a goat um, isn't a problem for rabies. Um, <laughs> I was like, I go. <laughs> yeah, Google Translate wasn't working very well. We've and it told them, oh, yeah. it, I have been bitten by a goat. I was like, bitten oh, by a goat. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, a cat, not a goat. We've had a couple of those. We had a mechanic who in handed Bosnia. in Bosnia handed over the phone to us. And we looked at it. I looked at Rachel. She looked at me and it said, um, I'm going blind. I'll be back in an hour. At which point he stood up, jumped in his car, and drove <laughs> and drove off. <laughs> he came back completely, completely sighted. So I, I suspect he wasn't. And we didn't uh, know what Google Translate was trying to say. No, um, it's got us into trouble more than once. But uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At least, I mean, it's 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 an amazing thing that we we that we have these. And I mean, if they refine the technology more Absolutely. and more. I can I can see that we will eventually have something like the bubble fish or so. Then you just swallow it, and then then we just can speak these languages. So it's uh, yeah, it's amazing what technology can, and also where 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 what yeah what it can't do. And obviously, I mean, some places. Uh, what do you do if there's no 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 uh, network coverage yeah. or, or something like that? You desperately go through all the different common languages that you might have. Hoping there is a one, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Then another thing is also sort of with um, uh, um, uh, no, internet connection. I mean, okay, if you have Wi-Fi hotspots, fine, but also while you're traveling through, you must go through a lot of different <laughs> SIM cards or from country to country, sort of then... Yeah have new ones all the time because otherwise I mean you probably will have to pay an arm and a leg for yes for your so telephone. Our, our UK sim cards were taken out a long time ago yes <laughs> yes placed in a lead box and uh, never shall they go in the phone whilst we're abroad because <laughs> it's so yeah. expensive but yeah. uh, it's amazing places like Armenia and Georgia unlimited internet very good connection amazing across country. most of the country and it's about ten pounds for a month, a month. Yeah. so it's. It actually, really, it's really it's not been that expensive. It's just a case of, as a, a we you know when we go into a country research, 
uh, where we can go um, and some places you need to register with a passport but uh, usually you can just get it from a shop pop it in mm. good to go so that's it's actually been one of the least problematic mm -hmm. things on the road have you had any sort of opportunities to to become active as veterinary surgeons on your journey or where colleagues said here come on let's operate together or have you operated something like this before where they ask you for advice or something like that? We get a lot of, um, I think in the Instagram community, I think we're, we've sort of become known as the sort of like the, the two vets in that ambulance that are going around. And so mm. we get a lot of messages from other travelers about their dogs that they've got with them where they don't have access or immediate access to uh, veterinary assistance or where they've found stray dogs and they want to know what to do, do about it. So we do, we do get a sort of a steady stream of messages um, that we tend to field. Um, in terms of actual needing to do veterinary work. In Portugal, we in helped Portugal, um, that yeah. dog with a, for the first time we, we saw a case, I guess we've never seen it in the UK of, um, of capillaria of eyeworm. eyeworm. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a case of that before and we were visiting someone in Portugal us. someone was hosting us and um, she said oh while you're here do you mind having a look at the dog's eye it's always watering and mm. um you, you flipped its eyelid and we're like oh my golly this is eyeworm and we've personally never seen a case of that so that was um very interesting for us but also it was really nice to be able to give her a diagnosis and say there's your problem and actually going yep. forward <laughs> go to the vet yes, go to the vet yes. do this in future to prevent it so that was a, a really interesting for us i, I suspect yes. for european vets very dull and very normal but for us we were just like i've never seen that i've heard about it read about it mm -hmm. interesting mm -hmm. and uh we've had we we when we went through bosnia um we we saw the dogs trust and then we got asked to go to a shelter in Srebrenica, um, which uh, there's a, a large community of dogs there um, in both the shelter and in the local area, which there has been no um, recent, neutering, recent yeah. neutering program. So most of them are left unneutered and they're all just breeding and it, the situation is getting worse. And so we we haven't done it yet and actually i'll come on to that uh, the sort of the upshot of that in a bit but um we have been over the last couple of months trying to plan a spay neuter clinic in sabrenica for us initially it was just going to be rachel and i were going to go back and try and spay some dogs and see if we could make a small dent uh on on the problem there um and then we approached we put it on facebook and we got over a hundred vets and vet nurses from the uk expressing an interest in coming out to, to volunteer and it turned into this much bigger bigger project so we then contacted various veterinary um manufacturers and and other um, suppliers and we had a lot of kit donated a lot of people were donating us out to date stuff as well and we were in touch with um, the vet council in Bosnia who had agreed to get us all registered um, for free of charge and we were getting venues sorted and we were we thought we were at a stage where we could start picking people and uh, and going but we, unfortunately we've just had bad news this week um, that uh, some political issues surrounding regions of, of um, Bosnia 
have put a bit of spanners spanner in the works to the point where we we aren't going to be able to go not and it's this not year, yeah no. it's not this year in the time frame that we've got because we were meant to be doing it in in the middle of november yeah. um that we're going to have to we haven't actually announced it on 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 facebook yet but that's mm -hmm. you know, obviously by the time this goes out um we will have um yeah we're, we're, we're gonna have to unfortunately pull that project which is such a shame because we did raise quite a lot of money for it you know we'd put a lot of time into trying to sort it I and mean, we had a lot of people with a lot of interest and even you know we get a lot of emails saying well have you decided yet you know i want to come i want to take time off so it, it is it is a shame that it's not going to be able but, to go but part or, or a lot of it you probably can just put on ice and you just yeah, do it at a later stage yeah 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 yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's it. it's the, the main issue is is it's now been decided despite the fact people are working yes the the republic of serbska still wants people to have a work permit which unfortunately it's a time thing there's just not going to be enough time so mm -hmm. hopefully you're completely right hopefully a lot of the legwork has been done yeah and at a later date we now we know this permit is needed and yeah. you know Hopefully. In the end of the day, nobody will remember the failures or things that didn't work out, but that would what actually then works out. That will stay in people's memory. So because of that, even if there are things that, that suddenly sort of go not as planned, don't be disheartened by that. Just hang in there. I mean, that's sort of how I often feel about yeah. not all projects work out and, and sometimes you just have to change the aim. So it, yeah. uh, if, it, also maybe the location or something like that. But yes. as long as something positive is coming out at the end, all is cool. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I see that you are carrying a bad life um, uh, T-shirt as well. Uh, so you're also on your journey continuing to fundraise for VetLife. Yeah. VetLife and yeah. Anti Noland is our second charity. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For our podcast listeners, again, sort of what is the best way to access sort of your journey and to follow you? Is that your website? Or... Uh, probably, um, so the website, there are several places, website, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, the website has sort of an overview of what we're doing. Um, you can find some of the trip stats that you won't find elsewhere. So what, where we're at in terms of distance and, and sort of where there, there are maps on there sort of giving a rough idea of where we're going next. Um, and there are places on there if you want to find links for the charity collection and, and that sort of stuff. That's all on the website. Um, in terms of our photos and sort of the, the travel blog that we do, um, the, the main place to find that is on Instagram. Um, but if you're if you want to read, because there's a limit, unfortunately, on Instagram as to how much you can write. Mm. Uh, the Facebook has the longer version of the text. Yeah. If you want to read a little bit I more. mean, it's quite quite detailed descriptions of your stays and things like that. How do you manage that? I mean, I'm I'm writing a little bit of a block, but I mean, if I compare that to 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 the material, the the amount of material you guys put out, it's just unbelievable. Sort of, when do you manage find the time to to write all that? Well, we are the 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 Instagram and Facebook thinks we're still in Armenia, so we are a little mm. bit behind. We don't, I think, we don't keep up to date. A, because it takes time to produce. Uh, sometimes you then, when you have it ready, you don't then have internet connection or, you know, you're doing other things. Um, and also, I think from a safety point of view, not having people exactly knowing where you are at the precise moment is, is always a good idea. So we do sort of have it 
set back slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a we have a system. Rachel writes notes periodically about just so we because it's so easy to forget sort of mm. highlights, funny stories or bits that we might want. Uh, mm. And then I tend to write the, the, the prose and- and fill it out, yeah. Fill it out a bit. Yeah. And then Rachel does, mm. takes my scruffy writing and sort of spell checks it and make sure uh, yep. it makes sense. Uh, well, that's, and then, that's such a clever idea. Sort of just, just dot down a few quick notes here. This one, that one, that one, and that was good or a quote or something like that. Then. Just let it sit there. Do you, you have it on paper, and then when you have time, sort of to work in more detail with the material you have. No? I think yeah. it has changed for us. Like when we, I think it's it's been an evolving process. I think neither of us had really done a lot of social media stuff before, no. and I think we set out with this grand idea that we were going to do Facebook and Instagram and and YouTube videos. But actually, it takes so much time, even just writing stuff, um, unless you're going to dedicate days of the week to, to doing video production and that sort of stuff. So we quite early on decided to, to, to narrow it down just to photos and, and text. But even then, I think we've been having a bit of a revelation recently about, I think sometimes it does become a bit of a, okay, I've got to write something. And yeah. I think we are... Sure. We don't want it to take over. We, we don't want it to take over and we don't want it to be a chore. So I think sometimes we just go, okay, am I interested in, interested in writing about this? I haven't got the, I don't feel it. We're not going to write about it. And, and, and we're not going to necessarily write about every day and we're not going to treat it as this big thing. And actually I, I find it's, yeah. we, we, we seem to be a little bit more in our stride again, enjoying writing mm-hmm. rather than it being this sort of, okay, we've got to do X, Y, or yeah. Z. Yeah, it can really spoil the journey if you're all the time sort of thinking, okay, and uh, tonight I have to, rather than going out or something yes. like that, or, sorry, I, I have to sit down, I have to write something or so. Um, not well, good, we, love, sort of... we love reading your blogs. They they are <laughs> yeah, inspirational, yeah. I say so. Yeah, but, but this is, well, nothing, well, it's a different part they of are. the world and it's, yeah. it's a completely different angle, but, but nevertheless. No, we enjoy them, we really, we really do. enjoy them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it sort of it takes me ages, and because of that, so I'm. Yeah, but from time to time, you have to throw something in. At least, sort of, you have to you have the advantage. You work in a team, so yes. yeah, so that's good. Okay, great. It was so nice catching up with you guys again. I hope that it uh, uh, that it won't be too long before we do that again. I mean, it's so interesting. And also, I mean, for uh, for our viewers and listeners, I mean, this is a really interesting, exciting journey. And if you if you think, especially now at this time of the year, it's getting here in in in, in, in the northern Europe, it's getting grey and cold, and so the have a look at the overlanding ambulance and then and, and see where you guys are going. It brings, I that that's the way I see it. It's bringing so much sunshine and, 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 and uh, well, just a little change to the everyday and uh, uh, to see sort of what other people are doing and, and what you can do as veterinary surgeons. And well, I thoroughly enjoy it. And uh, yeah. Uh, please sort of carry on entertaining us. <laughs> really great. So thank you very much and then have a safe journey from here onwards. 
Thank to you. all our listeners and viewers, if you would like to comment on this or other episodes of Fekava VetChat, please email vetchat at fekava.org. Uh, you can also access uh, or comment uh, or con get in contact with us through our social media outlets on, for example, Facebook or uh, LinkedIn. Uh, if We are very happy if you leave us a review on the usual podcast sites or on our YouTube videos. And even better, if you subscribe to Fikava Bed Chat. So I hope I will see or hear or somehow get in touch with you very, very soon with another episode of Fikava Bed Chat. Bye bye.